An entitled mother demands that I serve her fully grown kid an alcoholic beverage, but it turns out she's lying, and when I confront her about it, she loses it. Here's what happened. Subscribe to Am I the Jerk on YouTube and hit the bell to turn on notifications. I'm in the UK and the legal drinking age here is 18. Yes, there are nuances that I'm obviously aware of, but these do not apply in this instance. I work in an extremely busy pub that sells drinks and takeaway cups to drink outside, an especially popular option in the summer when this story happened. And for the record, I'm a female and my late 20s. So the entitled mother and a kid come in at the busy bar. I clocked them when they walked in. The kid looks around 15 years old. At the point where she is ordering her drinks to take away, the kid is outside. She orders a pint of scrumpy, which is a strong, still traditional cider, along with a Coca-Cola without saying a word, dispassionately prodding the signage with her manicured finger without even registering my existence. I repeat her order back to her, pour her her drinks, and tell her how much. She ignores my offered hand and drops a note and a pile of coins on the bar barely within awkward reach. I politely ask her if she wouldn't mind putting the coins in my hand. She ignores me and says keep the change and walks out. After she leaves, I awkwardly pretzel myself around many ale pumps to fumblingly pick up the coins from the bar, count them out, finish a transaction in the till, and pop the extra 5p in the tips jar. Then I go on to serve the next customer. A few minutes later, I'm aware of her beckoning me from over at the no service end of the bar holding the pints of grumpy. I make eye contact and give her a nod. Then I turn to finish serving the customer I just poured a drink for. The entitled mother from across the room says, Excuse me! Uh, hang on a minute, please. I'm just serving this man. Excuse me! I finish serving the man and I go over to her and say, is everything okay? The entitled mother thrusting the pint into my hand says, this cider is completely flat. Um, sorry for the confusion, but it is a traditional scrumpy and it's meant to be fl-. The entitled mother patronizingly interrupts me and says, I know what cider is supposed to be like. This is flat. I want you to pour another one in a fresh glass and maybe put some life into this one. Can I suggest you might want to try a different cider? We have a hard cider on a keg that might be more of what you were expecting. I ordered what I wanted. What I was expecting was that you might know how to pour a pint. Do you want to try again or shall I ask him to pour it for me? She points at my male colleague. Excuse me? My son barely had a sip of it and now he won't even drink it. Me, now being shocked, said, you gave that to your kid? The entitled mother sputtering a little. Yeah! Well, he's over 18. Is he? I had seen him and he certainly does not look a day over 15. The entitled mother must have noticed at this point that she was losing because the next thing you know, she's gesturing towards the pints of scrumpy that's still in my hands. Oh, just give it back. I don't have time for this. I'm sorry, but I can't do that. I have paid for that. I get the money plus her 5p tip from the till and extend it towards her. She won't take it. I want the drink that I paid for. If you can come in with your son and a valid photo ID proving that he is of the entitled mother interrupts with bits of spit flying screaming. He is my son! He doesn't need an ID! I'm with him! I am his mother! I'm sorry, but it is the law. Please take your money. I don't want an argument. Fine, it's for me! 
I place the cider on the back bar out of her reach. I close my eyes, take a deep breath. Three, two, and before I hit one, I want to speak to your manager. Yep, there it is. I haven't even opened my mouth yet to tell her that I am the manager, but she is striding over to my male colleague, who has clearly been rubbernecking while serving customers and cannot wait to get involved. I need to complain about your employee. She has no customer service skills and clearly doesn't know how to pour a pint. My colleague, who can barely keep a straight face, says, Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. I'll make sure she's fired immediately. (laughs) Now you'll pour a decent pint, won't you? No, my pints are trash. The entitled mother, shocked, says, What? Not gonna do it. 8% scrumpy isn't the best gateway for kids, by the way. Just saying. The entitled mother sputters and storms out, muttering something about leaving a bad online review. I turn to my colleague and say his name reprimandingly. Colleague, you should not have said that. Sorry. I couldn't help it. I followed up saying, you shouldn't have said that your pints are trash. Your poor is a lovely pint. So am I the jerk for not believing this mother's kid was of age and refusing to pour for her? Why does the mother want so badly for the kid to drink. That is really strange. Is the kid the one that's pulling the strings in this mother-son power dynamic here? And once she's already revealed that the drink is for him, the OP here, the bartender, could get in a lot of trouble for serving something to someone who's not old enough. For those of you guys that are bartenders, let me know what happens. Do you lose your license or something else? I'm sure there's probably a lot of consequences to this. The mother has the audacity to be this rude to somebody that's just working and leaving the coins all over the bar where she can't reach them, and then comes back to demanding something that is illegal. I mean, in the off case that the kid is actually of age, I guess he could have just came in there and showed his ID, but that wasn't the case here, or else he probably would have done it. What would you do if you were the bartender here and jerk or not a jerk and why? Am I the jerk for making all of the women in my family leave after they all showed up to my wedding wearing white? I'm a 33-year-old male and I have a large family, mostly aunts and female cousins, aside from mom, stepmom, stepsister, and grandmother. I don't know how to say this, but all of those women I mentioned above are into teasing and joking. They formed into a unit which I admit is kind of toxic and they tease and roast every new woman that enters the family by marriage by setting up tests to see if they deserve to be a part of the family or roast their looks and styles to the point of breaking their confidence and their self-esteem down. Then after a few months of teasing, they'd announce that they finally welcomed them into the family. The newest member would join in on the teasing too which is crazy as my dad says. When I first introduced my then girlfriend now wife, I made it clear that I didn't want any of the women in the unit to come at her or harass her, not even with a single word. They went behind my back and roasted her looks and her job, and I discovered that they've been doing it on Facebook. I had them apologize one by one after they gave the, we're just testing the water to see if she's capable of being a part of the family excuse. They didn't want to apologize, but once I said I wouldn't invite any of the unit unless they apologized, including my mom, everyone immediately apologized and bought gifts for my wife. First of them was my stepmom and my sister law. My wedding was two weeks ago. There was talk about the women in my family wanting to pull a prank on my wife by wearing white and called it the ultimate test to see how my wife reacts. My brother warned me so I announced that if any one of them showed up in white, I'd have them kicked out including my mom. They said this wasn't true and they'd never do such a thing but they showed up to my wedding one by one wearing white dresses and each and every one of them was told to leave. After they tried giving excuses by either making scenes or getting the men involved. The senior women of the unit who are my mom and aunts also showed up in white but refused to leave. I threatened to take harsher actions and my mom was pissed telling me to step aside but I 
didn't let her in. I had her leave while the men in the family were watching stunned. My dad was on my side and supported me a lot. I felt absolutely awful because my wedding was being interrupted by them making scenes. My wife was hurt beyond measure, but the women in my family were pissed. My cousin blasted me on social media later saying I excluded all the women from the wedding because my wife was so insecure that she couldn't handle another woman's presence at her wedding. I had an argument with them and my mom berated me saying it was supposed to be a prank, but I said that they were taking it too far. My mom said I took it too far by kicking them out because they were just trying to get a reaction from my wife to see if she was one of those quote bridezillas and we're going to change as soon as the prank was over, but I ruined my own and entire wedding by reacting so aggressively. I stopped talking after she said I had to bring my wife and apologize. I haven't seen a lot of them in two weeks and they've excluded me from everything. I just want to explain that A, this has been happening for years. The men in the family are split on this behavior. Some of them encourage it like my uncle and my cousin's husbands. One is now an ex. And some are against it like me and my dad and my brother. B, the women claim that there's nothing hurtful in what they do because they claim they're just looking out for us men and that their goal ultimately is to make sure the women who enter the family are decent. C, my dad always ends up arguing with my mom and grandmother since they're the ones who started this whole thing with their behavior and attitude towards other women. And lastly, D, I'm not sure if I should mention this, but my male cousin who's a middle schooler said he'd make sure to leave the country before ever meeting any woman because of this and it made me chuckle. Also, the dresses they showed up in were simple white dresses, nothing over the top, but they were still white dresses. I realized they went ahead with their plans even after I stated what I'd do in that case. So, was I the jerk for how I handled this. So essentially this whole thing that the mom and the aunts came up with is sort of a hazing process to I guess weed out women that can't make it through it before they enter into the family. And that may be the case as the woman is entering the family, but why does it have to bleed onto the wedding day? For a lot of people, they see that as a very sacred day. And even in the context of their hazing, shouldn't she have already been accepted by the point of the marriage? Or if not accepted, rejected? Why would you still have to be doing tests on the actual day of the wedding. That's the part of the whole plan that seems inconsistent to me. The OP here even describes the unit that the women have formed in his family as being toxic. So the question becomes, how do you deal with a toxic family unit that is perpetually doing these sort of tests to anyone that is coming into the family? Let me know how you would handle it if this was your family and jerk or not a jerk and why. Am I the jerk for sending an employee home to change? For the record, I am a female. I am a 23-year-old senior software engineer. Part of my job oversees a group of eight other programmers. I do not enforce a dress code. I'm fine with other programmers wearing t-shirts and tank tops as long as they are not outrageous in nature. But one thing that I will never tolerate is visible underwear. Recently, I hired a new employee. She is the only other female on board of the nine, including myself. She's extremely intelligent with excellent problem-solving skills, but I've had to reprimand her three times in the two weeks she's been with us about my no visible underwear rule. She refuses to wear a racer back bra whenever she wears a tank top. It's distracting because my desk happens to be directly behind hers, meaning I have to look directly at her visible bra straps all day while working. This morning was the last straw when she arrived wearing a turtleneck tank dress. I have an outfit similar to hers and I thought it was a very professional look. What wasn't professional about it, however, was that her bra straps were hanging out and about to fall down. I called her into a vacant office room and I told her that I was sending her home until she concealed her straps. I tried making it clear that coming to work with visible underwear was unacceptable. She left and came back an hour later, but she was at her desk crying. I apologized
eyes and I said that I didn't mean to upset her, as well as how she will make a great contribution to our programming team, but she still seemed upset. I still stick by my rule, but was I a jerk by raising my voice at her and sending her home? I want to make the work environment distraction-free. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I've never really thought of that as the same thing as underwear. I guess you could technically see it that way. But even so, it's kind of hard to relate to why that would bother someone so much. I think the OP probably thinks this is more universal than it actually is, but people are bothered by all sorts of stuff all the time, and this just happens to be one thing that bothers the OP. Some people are suggesting to this person that had to go home and change to just not wear a bra anymore then. If there's no bra, there's no straps. And if they did that, I wonder if that would change the OP's opinion on it since there's technically no underwear showing. Do you think that sending her home to change was too harsh or do you think it makes sense in a situation like this? Let me know down below in jerk or not a jerk and why. Am I the jerk for getting professional photos done with my dog? I don't have kids. I've never wanted kids and now I will never have kids because of a procedure over a year ago. But I do have my dog, a border collie that'll be four in December and she is my baby. When I first got her, I decided to get photos done with her since a photographer friend was hosting a fall special. Then I did it again the following year when she turned two and I went all out and even included a doggy smash cake and she wore a tutu. The photographer submitted the photos to an online publication that was accepted and the photos were a hit. And now getting these family photos done has become a tradition. I had actually planned on skipping photos this year but Delilah had some terrible health issues and almost died. So I decided to go for it. I booked the photos for this upcoming Thursday and even bought a dress for the occasion. I was telling a different friend about it and she made a smart aleck comment about how I have more professional photos with my dog than she she does with her own children. And now it has made me second guess getting the photos done. Her comment came off as patronizing. So am I the jerk for getting professional photos done with my dog? Without knowing who the friend is and what their history is, it sounds like she was probably just making a harmless joke about, wow, you really love your dog. You got a lot of photos more than I have with my kids. I doubt the friend was trying to discourage the original poster here from taking more photos with the dog. But again, it's hard to know unless you actually know this person. But even if that was the case, who cares with this person says. Take as many photos with your dog as you want. If people think it's weird, so what? People think everything is weird. It's definitely not hurting anybody, but let me know how you guys see this. Jerk or not a jerk and why? Am I the jerk for refusing my husband's ancestral paintings and furniture? My husband's grandmother was a prolific and talented artist who specialized in large oil paintings. After his grandfather passed away and we moved into a new home, his family gave us three paintings. I love two of the paintings and loathe the third, which I only put up with because it's my husband's favorite. It's a large post apocalyptic apocalyptic scene of ostriches in a Roman ruin with skies of magenta. It now hangs in our office though he plans to move it to the living room. Either way, I'm forced to look at it every day. Recently, his family cleared everything out of his grandfather's home for sale. My mother-in-law has been trying to get us to adopt grandpa's dining table. We talked it over and agreed that we didn't want it, but she keeps bringing it up. She has the dining table in her garage now, even though she has two of her own. On to the issue. Yesterday, we were with his parents 
and his aunt and his uncle. His mom took me aside to show me a very big painting of sunflowers. She's been messaging me about this one for a while and I've never expressed any interest. I told her that I felt ambivalent about it and that the sunflowers themselves were gorgeous but I didn't like the leaves and that the painting looked unfinished. After dinner his aunt asked if we wanted to take any other unwanted paintings home. In front of everyone my husband picked out a couple of paintings and asked what I thought. I made a face and said that I just didn't like either of them. He said that wasn't very nice and that I am inflexible. I did agree to bring home two of her prints. So am I the jerk for refusing all of these ancestral paintings and furniture? I may be the jerk because we have a large house with plenty of rooms for paintings. I also feel that I could have expressed myself more tactfully. Maybe I shouldn't have given my honest opinion of the paintings. My mother-in-law probably thinks that I am a jerk, but I don't want my house to become a shrine to my husband's grandparents. So am I the jerk? In a case like this, the OP's husband shouldn't have just put her on the spot like this when he already knows that she wasn't totally 100% on board with all these paintings. But it seemed like he did that as some sort of strategic move where he knew that if he asked her in front of everyone, she wouldn't be able to say no. And then later on, he would be able to say, well, you said it was okay, but in front of all these people that I'm sure she wants to keep a healthy relationship with. Just because you don't like the painting doesn't mean you don't like the people who made the painting or the people that are related to the people that made the painting. And if she doesn't want it in her house, she doesn't want it in her house. At this point, they already have several of them. But how do you guys see the situation? Jerk or not a jerk and why? Am I the jerk for telling my cousin about the light bulb mouth fact? I'm a 19 year old female. My cousin is 22 years old and he's a male. We were hanging out last Friday and we were just chatting away while eating some nachos. I bring up the fact about how you can fit a light bulb into your mouth, but you can't take it out. He just says, huh? And we continue talking. Well, I guess he didn't believe me because he tried it Tuesday night. From what I gather from his story, he started yelling and his mother, my aunt, who's 64 years old, came upstairs to check on him. When she saw that there wasn't a way to get the light bulb out of his mouth, she took him to the emergency room. I'm not sure how, but they removed it without hurting him. He called me yesterday and he was pissed. He said that if I didn't say anything, he wouldn't have tried it. I thought that it was total BS and started arguing back that he made a stupid decision that wasn't on me. Well, my aunt was in the same room and he gave her the phone to talk to me. She explained that it might have been his decision, but I still opened the door for it to happen. She compared it to someone leaving a drug on the counter and how it's both the person who laid the drug on the counter and the person who used it. The analogy made sense and I feel really guilty now. However, I'm still torn on whether I'm the jerk or not. I feel like I'm just being stubborn and I'm not really sure what to think. Any judgment would be greatly appreciated. Am I the jerk? The cousin is a 22 year old fully grown man and he stuck a light bulb in his mouth. This is not some little kid we're talking about here. And the whole leaving a drug on the counter versus the person taking a drug on the counter doesn't really apply at all. In that situation, unless the OP knew that that person was addicted to whatever drug that was, why would they just randomly take a drug they would find on a counter? If you leave a bunch of Advil on the counter, is somebody going to go up and just take all those Advil because they're there? No, probably not unless they already have pre-existing issues. But beyond all that, why would anyone willingly put fragile glass into their mouth and think that it was going to be fine. That makes no sense. I probably don't even have to say this, but please never do this. But who do you think is in the right? Who's in the wrong? Jerk or not a jerk and why? When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories in this series, use the playlist at the top of the description. And next time you live stream, use the cream of the crop music. Search for cream of the stream on Spotify or whatever music platform you use for copyright free music to use for your stream. It's free cream of the stream. Either way, thanks a lot for listening. We'll see you guys next time.